Well, this morning, uh, uh, the title of the sermon is Faith Basics Part 2. And we want to, I want to talk to you about faith and how important faith is. Amen? Hebrews 11, 6 uh, says, But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And I love this about God is that God, and I, and I mentioned this last week, that God desires to bless us. He, he, God, I, I like to say God hurts to bless us. He, he, wants, he wants us walking in his blessings. He wants us walking in his promises. And we know that Jesus, when he came on the scene, he came to set the captives free. You know, the Bible talks about in, in Acts 10, 38, how Jesus of Nazareth was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with what? Power. And he, and he, well, he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power and, and he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So Jesus came to set the captives free, to really to bring the blessing. Jesus, the whole reason he came was to set us free and to bring the blessing into our lives. You believe that today? So really, the, the key to, you know, I really believe that, that God, God wants to be pleased. And how do we please God? The only way you can please God is by faith. Say, by faith. And so we, have, we, we, we please God by faith. And, and we have to get a revelation in our, our understanding of God is that God is good. That God is merciful. That we don't get what we deserve. Amen. That's, that's good news this morning. I don't get what I deserve. I, I get God's grace. Amen. And we can believe for God's best in our lives. Amen. And so this morning I want you to you know, keep your faith on. Amen. I like what one person said. Keep the switch of faith turned on. In other words, sometimes we're encountering, and I know we're encountering this vi- virus, and we're in, and some of you might be encountering some some issues with your finances, and others might be having relationship issues. Um, you know, we all might be dealing with issues in different areas. But I'm going to say this: keep your faith turned on. Keep believing, because faith is about believing that God can do something in the middle of the storms. You believe that today? That not only can he, he will do something. Amen. I like this. I'm going to, I'm going to just uh, flip back to what I said a little bit last week. And I said in Jeremiah 29, 11, which I love, and I'm going to read it down. It says here, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. So what here, what uh, Jeremiah is prophesying, he's saying that God's plans are good. God's plans are to give us a hope and a future. In other words, our future is bright. And we get a revelation of God when we start seeking him with what? A whole heart. In other words, we need to start seeking God, not just for what he can give us, but seeking him for who he is. 
And I, I love that. In other words, we need to seek his face and not just his hand of provision. And when we seek his face, get a get a a active relationship with God. We're going to see God move in our life. You believe that today? I like the Amplified. It says this in the Amplified. It says, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Uh, Then you will call upon me and you will come to pray to me and I will hear your voice. I will listen to you. Then with deep longing, you will seek me and require me a vital necessity. And you will find me when you search with me with all of your heart. So listen. I, I try to seek God on a daily basis. I, I seek God in the morning because I know the enemy's working to try to get me off my game. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying today? The, the enemy's constantly working to try to get us off of, of walking in great faith. And how does the enemy do that? He will try to get us focused on instead of God's goodness for us, instead of God's promises. He will try to get us focused on circumstances. And there are circumstances that that, yes, at times are beyond our control, but they're not beyond God's control. And as long as we can give some of these circumstances, problems, issues to God, God can do something with them. A lot of times we're trying to change things and, and we can't change what God can change. And we can, you know, people, we can't change people, but God can change people. Amen. We, we can't change our boss, but God can change our boss. We can't change our parents, but God can move. And, you know, in other words, God can give us favor. Glory to God. So, so we need to, we just need to seek God. And in the process, God changes us. And we go from glory to glory in our faith, uh, from faith to faith. I like to say we should go from mountaintop to mountaintop instead of mountain to valley, valley to mountain. Amen. And if we, in, we, if we end up being in a valley, then God is with us in the valley and we should fear no evil. Amen. Amen. So I like this. Uh, you know, I, I think sometimes and we can get too focused on, and I talked about this last Sunday, but, but you know, we can get too focused on the news and what the news is saying and too focused on, 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 on the, the, the problems of the world. And we need to get more focused on the promises of God's word. And sometimes we can get focused on that people are doing things that aren't right and we can get angry about that. Amen. There's, there's a lot of injustice out here. And, and we don't want to focus on all the wrong that's going on out in the world. Amen. Because if we continue to focus on the wrong that's going on in the world, if we can focus on what the politicians are doing or what they're not doing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? If we're focused on that, that can hurt our faith because we're too focused on, on what other people are doing. No, we need to be focused on what God is doing. See, God can do some things. He can move. Amen. I like what it says in Psalms 37, 1 through 5, just in case you guys have been focused too much on the news. Amen. In other words, sometimes we can watch way too much news. And, you know, this morning I'm preaching to myself because I, I watch a lot of news. I mean, I'm watching news all the time. I'm, I, 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 you know, trying to figure out what's going on, how, how you know, 
uh, our liberties are being, you know, uh, how the governor, governor is allowing us to have more liberty and all that. And so I'm, I'm looking at the news and I'm, and I'm evaluating things and uh, I'm praying through things. And, and, but, but sometimes we get too focused on that. Sometimes you, we can get even angry when things don't seem to be moving fast enough. Have you ever been there? I'm re- anybody ready to go back to a restaurant? Anybody ready to, you know, no, nobody in here. But anyway, my, Yen, Yen, my wife said, we ought to have a fellowship dinner. I said, whoa, that might be too soon. <laughs> I don't know if anybody will show up at our fellowship dinner. We're, we're social distancing in the church this morning. I don't know if you notice, we're kind of sh- social distancing. We're kind of apart from one another, uh, but we're together in heart. Amen. And so we're, we're trying to com- uh, uh, comply with, with the rules and regulations. But we don't put our faith in social distancing. We put our faith in God. Amen. Amen. In other words, we believe as we follow God, God divinely protects us. Yeah. Amen. We don't have to, we don't have to fear evil. Amen. Amen. We don't have to fear things. No, if you reverentially fear God, you're going to walk in faith. And so in Psalms 37, it says here, uh, one through five, do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of workers of iniquity. In other words, let's not get angry with with the people of the world. Amen. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as a green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. See, see, another definition of faith is not just believing God, but it's trusting God. See, what is the enemy working? He's working against us trusting God that God can handle whatever situation that we're dealing with. And so trusting God is a key to walking in high faith. The devil is constantly trying to get us to not trust that God can work things out for our good. Do you believe that today? And it says here, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on God's faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desire of your heart. I love that scripture. Have you ever read that scripture? Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Think about that. You know, you know, I. I, I never knew God was going to call me to be a pastor, you know, and to minister. I always had a desire to, to help people. You know, I have a desire. Just I just want to help people. I'm always trying to help people. Like my wife tells me I talk way too much. You know, <laughs> I just, you know, if I find out some good information, I want to just tell people. You know, I, I found out this week that the CDC, you know, that, uh, you know, is, is finding out that that the, the, the virus doesn't really they're not really on items. It's it's hard to catch it, you know, opening a door. I like that kind of information because they're finding out that it's more caught. You know, if you're really close and somebody coughs on you or spits on you or something like that. And uh, but but you're not going to really catch it by opening a door handle. It'll be very rare. That builds my faith. See, I'm trying to find things that build my faith. You know, I, I like I like stats that say 99 percent of people that 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 get the virus survive this virus. I like those kind of odds. It makes me feel good. 
Just, 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 you know, I like positive news. And I like the fact that they say that kids, uh, very difficult for kids to catch the virus or to even transmit it. They're finding data about that. I like that kind of information. It builds my faith. It's science. Amen. And so, so I, I like that. So I try to find good, positive information. And, and people, I, I like that, that information about hydrochloroquine. Which is a, a malaria medicine that if you if you if you add that with zinc, it, it helps uh, people recover from this. I like good information. Why? It builds my faith. It builds my faith. And so we don't need to be feeding on negative all the time. We don't need to be feeding on the downside. Let's. What is the upside? What is the upside? So, so, so we, we got to make sure that, that we're not consuming too much negative news. Amen? And so we don't want to fret about what evil people are doing or what some people might be doing to, to, to uh, keep us in a place of, of lockdown. But we need to focus on what... I, I'm just so thankful that the governor allowed the beaches to be open uh, this weekend. Amen. They say sunlight, it gives you vitamin D and helps you fight viruses. So it's healthy to be out in the sun at least 20 minutes a day. And I don't know if you see the golden glow that I have. I went out to the beach yesterday and uh, I went to the beach and I was I was surprised. I thought, well, I'm going to escape to the beach. And there wasn't a lot of people on the beach and everybody was social distancing. And 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 I lo and behold, I discovered my brother and his wife was at the beach my nephew was at the same beach. It was kind of like a family affair. Amen. And I said, what are you doing over here? And he said, he said, I told you I was going to the beach. I said, OK, praise the Lord. So we had a good time at the beach. And but but what I'm saying is that, that we can't allow fear to keep us from living life. Amen. Amen. We got to live life. And and thank God that things are opening up because it's not as bad as they as the proponents say it is. And things and restrictions are being loosened. So it should be it should be getting better. Say it's getting better. Say it's getting better. You watching online, it's getting better. Amen. Glory to God. And so and so we need to delight ourselves in the Lord and he will give us the desires of our hearts. I love that. So listen, it's never a waste of time to pray. It's never a waste of time to read your Bible. It's never a waste of time to go to church. Why? Because hopefully you're delighting yourself in the Lord. And when you do that, there's a promise that he will give you the desires of your heart. Do you believe that today? Sometimes I know there are people that graduated from high school and sometimes there's people in our church that will graduate from high school. I will put Psalms 37, 4 down. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Put put God first and God will give you. I'm, I'm telling you, he will open up blessings and grace and and, and, and faith is the key that moves the the hand of God. Amen. Uh, you know, in Psalms 2. It says here, uh, why do the nations conspire and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed. You know, there's people out here that don't like God. There's people out here that don't like church. 
There's people out here. But you know what? Uh, it says here in Psalms 2, uh, it says here, the one enthroned in heaven laughs, the Lord scoffs at them. You know, in other words, God always has the final say on anything evil going on in our lives. Can I say that again? God has the final word on any evil that's going on. God will make the wrong right if we trust God. Can I say that again? God will make the wrong right if we just put our trust in God. Amen. I believe that. You know, no matter no matter what's going on, God will make the wrong right if we just put whatever. If you felt like somebody has wronged you or did you wrong, you know, you, you pray for them. Amen. And you and you and, and then God, God will take care of them. Amen. God's hands not. He will bless us and God knows how to discipline us, too. Amen. Can't get an Amen. But you know what? I, you know, because, you know, God is the judge. Right. But you know how we can uh, how we can escape God's judgment. Judge ourselves. Amen. Amen. And so I love that. So 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 what do we do when we see things that aren't right and that's hindering our faith? We pray for our leaders. We pray for those that are in authority. We pray for them that God will give them wisdom. We don't talk about our leaders or, or criticize. We pray for them. And now I'm talking to myself today. Amen. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying. I want to say the right things about my governor. I want to say, hello. I want to pray. Amen. And, and, and pray for those. Amen. And so when we do that, we're activating our faith that God. See, see God can move on the hearts of the kings. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? It was interesting that the governor, our governor, opened up the, the city of Virginia Beach beaches, but Norfolk beaches wasn't open. And they were wondering, why isn't Norfolk beaches open? You know, I don't know, but thank God for the grace in Virginia Beach. <laughs> I don't know. There's, they've got to be some faith people in Virginia Beach believing. Probably half our congregation are believing that the beaches would be open with no restrictions. At least, thank God I can sit on a lawn chair. Some places you can't even sit on a lawn chair. You have to walk on the beach. Thank God for, for our liberties. Amen. Thank God that we have some people of faith. And plus our mayor, we have to put a shout out for our mayor. He had a plan to have the beaches open and he talked to the governor and the governor okayed it. And, and thank God for our mayor. We pray for our mayor. Thank you, mayor, if you're watching this morning. Glory to God. And so, so thank God that, that our liberties are being more free and free. Amen. So, so God will judge those that aren't doing the right things. Amen. In Romans 12, 19, it says, dearly beloved, because sometimes we get so upset. We don't think that God's going to, God's a God of justice. God is a God of justice. And God will make the wrong things right in this life or the life thereafter. It will happen. I love what it says in Romans 12, 19. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto the wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. So what do we do when people are doing things that aren't right? When people are acting wrong, perhaps our family members, perhaps our neighbors, perhaps our boss. We pray for them. We walk in love and God can turn it around. Do you believe that today? 
And God will give us wisdom and God will move on to people's hearts. Because the Bible says that the king's hearts are in the hands of the Lord and God can turn it wherever he desires. Amen. Do you believe that today? Glory to God. I mean, God turned me around. Amen. Praise God. I was in the world, you know, uh, doing all the, you know, doing all the wrong things. Praise, you know, I guess I don't want to say praise God, but I was doing all the wrong things. And, and God turned me around. Glory to God. And God can turn you around. Glory to God. And then and some of us are in a process of being turned around. Hallelujah. In other words, we're not there yet, but we're moving closer to God. Somebody say I'm moving closer to God. I'm becoming more like Jesus every day. Amen. I know, I know that might be a tall order for some of us, but we're becoming more like Jesus every day. And you say, how do you do that? You get into the word of God. You get into his presence. You get into prayer. You allow the word of God to speak to you. Your Bible is God speaking to you. So faith is trusting God no matter what the circumstances are saying. That's what I just wrote down here. Faith is trusting God no matter what the circumstances are saying. Amen. So we discovered that you can't get faith by praying for more faith. You, 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 know, you, you know, you could come up here and say, Pastor, can you pray that I have more faith? You, that's not how you get faith. Or you don't even get faith through miracles because the, the children of Israel saw a lot of miracles, but a generation died in the wilderness of unbelief. So miracles don't just produce faith. Amen. Judas saw a lot of miracles, but where did he end up? Are you listening to what I say? So miracles is not your key. Like if you say, you could say, God, if you just show me a miracle, that will give me faith. No, no. Faith comes by hearing in Romans 10, 17 and hearing by the word of God. We have to continually hear God's truth so that we can walk in his truth. You know, I, I read Psalms and Proverbs uh, every month and I, and I read the same ones over and over again. And you say, why do you do that, Pastor? Because I'm trying to receive, because I don't get it all on just one reading. I, I, I'm trying to receive some truth. And every once in a while, a scripture will shine up. And I'll say, wow, I never saw that before, even though I read it a hundred times. And then God will minister to me through a scripture. And it will build faith. And we need to be building our faith every day. Glory to God. So, so great faith comes by us speaking the promises of God's word out of our mouths and obeying his word. So listen, who are the greatest faith people on this planet? I would have to say the preachers. Boy, it's quiet in this. You're like, pastor, you all, you're up here. You're like, yeah, yeah, because I, I have to study the word. Thank God I study the word for you guys. But you know, I study the word for me too. Sometimes I just stay working because I need a faith message this morning because I'm feeling mighty low. Anybody know what I'm talking about? In other words, sometimes you just need to study the Bible just for yourself. Sometimes you just need to, you just need to get into a word just for yourself. And then, then you get in for yourself, then you might have something to give to somebody else. Am I talking to anybody today? And so I start studying the word like, oh, man, this is good. This works for me. Amen. I love this. Praise God. I need to preach to myself. Amen. Sometimes you just need to just preach to yourself, glory to God. Preach the promises of God's word. So greater faith is not just by hearing that. What I'm saying is the preachers are probably the greatest faith people on this planet is because hopefully the preachers are preaching it 
and doing it. <laughs> now, if you're a preacher that just preaches and doesn't do it, you're not going to be too great in your faith. But you've got to preach it, and then you've got to follow through and do the word. Isn't that right? You just can't just hear it and not do it and say, oh, I'm a great faith person. Well, you may say, well, well, how does that work, pastor? How do I do it? Well, you know, turning the other cheek. What, pastor? When somebody slaps the fool out of you, you turn the other cheek. That's a hard thing to do. I'm like, I don't even like that. I don't even like that scripture in my Bible. I want to pull that one out. I, I, that, that almost takes, that's an impossibility in, in some cases. Because when somebody slaps me, guess what I want to do? Oh, I want to revolt. I, I want to have a reaction instead of a response. And how do we respond? Like Jesus on the cross, Father, forgive them. Why? For they know not what, they don't know, they don't know they're sowing bad seed. People don't understand that they're, 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 their faith harvest is a product of what they've sowed. That you need to tweet that. Your faith harvest is a product of what you sow on a daily basis. What kind of faith blessings are you reaping? And, and you, you're going to reap according to what kind of faith you're sowing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? I'm going to sow that I believe that God has a good plan for my life. I believe that God has good things for my future. I believe that God wants to bless me. Glory to God. I believe that God wants to rock my world with his goodness. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep my faith staying online. I'm not going to let my faith flatline. Oh, you hear what I'm How do you keep your faith? Keep an expectancy of God's goodness to move in your life. So great faith comes by not just hearing, but some of you might need to start speaking some promises of God's word out of your mouth. What, Pastor? Are you saying that you you're saying that I need to maybe uh, quote a scripture every once in a while? Yes, especially when you're under attack. Especially when the enemy's trying to beat you over the head with some circumstances that aren't lining up with the word of God. You better say, if you're feeling, if you're feeling a little sick, you better say, by Jesus stripes I am healed. Why? Because that's power in the word of God. You're, you're given permission for God to work in your life by, by speaking it out of your mouth. Are you listening to what I'm saying? By Jesus stripes I am healed. I've never seen the righteous forsaking or his seed begging for bread. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. You need to start speaking some promises. Amen. My God watches over his word to perform it in my life. You, we we got to become believing believers. See, there, there's, a, there's a false faith in the church. And, I, and, and it, it permeates each one of us at times. And it's called mental ascent. We're just mentally, oh yeah, that's right, amen, pastor, I believe that. But you're not speaking it on a daily basis. You're not really walking in it. You just hear it, but it hadn't went from your head to your heart. Until it goes from your head and you start speaking and that comes out when the, see, listen, you know what, what kind of faith you're in when the pressure comes and you're being squeezed by life. What is coming out of your mouth? Amen. Oh, we're not going to make it. Oh, I'm probably going to get sick. Oh, I'm probably going to get, uh, go broke. No, no, no. If that's coming out of your mouth, my God, your faith is flatlining. No, you better be speaking some promises of God's word. Hey, you may not feel like it. Oh, pastor, I'll wait. I'm going to wait until I feel like speaking a promise. 
Oh, man, don't go by your feelings. Don't go by... No, no, just do it by faith. Just, you know, sometimes I get up here and I don't feel anointed. I don't, you know, I'm like, I'm coming in here. You, If you could see, see my counter, I'm like, Ugh. You know, my spirit, man, you know. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.